what were the valuations like at the end of quarter one? And if you can kind of put yourself back in those shoes, looking ahead, what were you expecting Q2 was going to be like? Roll that forward. What's your updated expectation for final Q2 numbers? I realize I'm saying that in July. Yeah, look, two things happened in Q2 that, in my view, were very impactful on marks for the quarter. First, as you mentioned, the massive, almost historic recovery in the capital markets led by a host of factors, fiscal stimulus, an aggressive and creative Federal Reserve in the U.S., and in my view, some kind of whipsawed optimism on a potential vaccine. But second, and a little bit more ominous, right, was, I think, differing patterns of COVID containment. By about mid to late June, you know, we were seeing hotspots that were really starting to flare in the South and West in the U.S., and I think, from my view, that kind of robbed us to a degree of what we were hoping in Q1 to get from Q2, which is better visibility and how we all emerge from this recession. And so people talk about a V-shape, a W-shape, a inverse or upside-down square root, all these types of things. No one knows yet how we're going to come out of this. And I think when people were reassessing projected activity, they pulled back a little bit more as they saw the potential for more shutdowns in parts of the U.S. Obviously, if you're working in Europe and Asia, it was, it was a little bit mitigated, but in the U.S., that was more of an issue for us. But still, the massive recovery in the markets, just as you saw the downturn in Q1, you couldn't ignore, you couldn't ignore Q2, what was happening in the markets. So largely, you know, in, or in the aggregate, the markdowns we saw in Q1 were walked back slightly or somewhat in Q2. We didn't get back to Q4 levels for most of what we look at, but you did see marks rising as a response to a rather historic recovery in the broader capital markets. 